Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. And welcome to the sex episode. I've noticed I start doing this thing with my arms like this, and I really don't understand why. Just like, I'm fucking ready. But thank you guys again for tuning in. This is episode 3.5. We are concluding our dating series. We may do another one as this has been fan-fucking-tastic to date. We can't thank you guys enough for everything you've been submitting over to us. And we're super excited about this episode. We have a very special guest who's going to be joining us a little bit later on today. So it's just going to be us gals at the beginning. But stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss who our special guest is. Um, we're going to just jump right into some questions from people that we want to get right into because they're really fucking great. So the first question that we have, why do I keep fucking my friends? Is this a bad thing? Okay. Interesting interesting i mean i'm definitely guilty of this um i wouldn't say all my friends but like i have definitely hooked up with a friend before and what i believe is probably happening is you're just you're very comfortable with this person there's already that friendship there yeah it it makes it almost easier because you already know each other that level mm -hmm. of comfortability and it, it makes it so there's almost no judgment Mm -hmm. a a bit you know there's definitely a lot of pros i think it's not necessarily a bad thing i feel like if you're asking if it's a bad thing then it might not be going the direction you want it to go Mm -hmm. like we said last episode honesty and communication is key man it's kind of that whole like friends with benefits type of situation like i don't think it's a bad thing if you guys like the sex that you're having and you're having a good time while doing it you guys are communicating? No, it's not a bad thing. But I think it, it's, I would, like, very natural to fall into. I would say it's only an issue if it's actually causing, like, say, okay, if if you're if you're sleeping with your friends, but it's like you're sleeping with all the friends in the group and it could cause issues, I think that's, like, when it's bad. When people are, like, because yeah. they, they've been with you, like, yeah. yeah, that can be when it gets bad. So, like, you know what? sexual freedom like do what you want if it's if it's a comfortable situation between you and the friend okay great but don't don't ruin friendships don't do it yep no i i think that's the biggest thing is like you have to think when you go into having sex with somebody there is that potential for the relationship to be damaged um and it's not in necessarily a bad way but like once you do have sex with somebody you are letting their energy come into you and you're giving them a piece of your energy as well when that mixes and you do literally share fluids with that person, like it's either a cool experience or it's a negative experience and it can be tricky. I normally don't do it because I've seen it happen with my other friends who have tried sleeping with each other. And most of the time it has unfortunately broken up friendships because someone may catch feelings. The other person doesn't or, it just makes it awkward when we're all hanging out together. Like, I remember this one time in college, two of our friends were sleeping together. This was before you and I met, actually. And we were all hanging out. And it was just so awkward. Like, we couldn't figure out what was so awkward about it. And our friends were sleeping with each other. And we were like, oh, cool, great. Like, that's fine. Why did you feel like you had to hide it from us? Because they were so awkward hanging around us because they didn't want anybody to know. And we're like, nobody gives a fuck. Like, if you guys are fucking and you're having a good time, why do you have to hide it? We're not going to, like, poke around asking, like, oh, my God, how big is your penis? Oh, my God, what's the sex like? Like, no one's going to poke around for that. 
but it makes it awkward. It made it so awkward. <laughs> and to the point where it was like, if you're going to hide this from me as a friend, like, what else are you hiding from me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Another loaded question. I wish I had more context. Yeah. I really do. I think that would be like the game changer here. Yeah, I guess just from what I've learned with situations that I've been in, I shouldn't even say situations, uh, but think about it, I guess, a little bit more. Put a little bit of thought into it before you hook up with that friend, because it could be very easy. You both could be pretty drunk after a night out with friends, and then you two get a little bit chummy on that ride home, and you just end up going home together. Yeah. And, you know, in that instance, it just kind of happens. Yeah. Which I get. Um, but I feel like if you're, if you're sleeping with a friend, I feel like there's a little bit more thought that needs to be put into it than what you would if you were just gonna mm-hmm. do like a random hookup. Mm-hmm. But I understand that sometimes that thought doesn't always come through. Shit happens, you know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, I have a but... question for you, actually. Me? Yep. It relates to all of this. Do you believe in the phrase, don't shit where you eat? I do now. <laughs> I do now. Sure, it's always been like my rule of thumb. I've never wanted to like do that with like friendships. I know people who sleep around with like their coworkers. And, like that's fine. I I think there is a lot of truth in that phrase because it can it can put strains on what's the right word I'm looking for. Because it's not like you on your appearance or like on like how you present yourself, but it can present difficult situations if you're not communicating about what you're doing. But it's also it's also really easy to connect to somebody you already know. And it's why dating somebody random at first is so hard. Like nobody wants to try and get to know somebody from the get go if they don't have to. Honestly, it's it's exhausting putting your energy into, you know, getting to know somebody and developing feelings maybe and like, you know, you get onto like sexual level and stuff like that and then you guys split up. Yeah, I mean, like we talked do this again, like we talked about this in in 3.3 of like why has dating why why are we struggling to date but then we complain when we don't have sex for months or weeks or whatever it may be. And it's like, you have to put energy and work into this, right? Like, yes, it can be easy to just be with somebody who you already know. And if you can do that, great. Like if you're Mm -hmm. communicating, you're very clear of what you want from your partner, go for it. But if you're not looking for that, and you are looking for somebody new, you do need to put in the time and effort that goes with it. It's not just going to happen overnight. It's not just going to happen randomly, especially if you're looking for like a consistent partner, like somebody who you want to consistently sleep with, not like be consistent, like in terms of like a romantic relationship. But sometimes people just like to have somebody to have sex with because they're comfortable with them. They're very honest and open and it's a very inviting setting. Like it's very comfortable. There's no judgment. And mm-hmm. I think with all of that being said, it does take a lot of work to get to that point, right? Because you want to be comfortable not only in your own self sexually, but when you're with somebody sexually, you want them to enjoy your body just as much as you enjoy it. And you also want to enjoy theirs as well. A very long-winded answer again. A very long-winded I'm, answer, but it's a good answer. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty hungover today. 
alright being honest today we're I mean, being honest show. that oh. is the theme that's the name of the game it's not it's not to say that like hooking up with your friends can't work out because this also I guess ties into could a friends with benefits turn into a relationship because it can and they say some of the best relationships started out as friendships but it does not happen to the extent of like what you see Mm -hmm. so you know we see this a lot in television shows and movies and they you know kind of over romanticize the situation and yeah because it's a great storyline yeah and you you think okay this could be really possible when in reality it doesn't happen like that and it doesn't happen as often as that exactly and it's Unfortunately, you can't rely on TVs and, and movies for this shit. It is different to experience it in the real world and in your own life, right? There was I was talking to Kelsey about this the other day, and it puts things into a lot of perspective. We are the main character in our own story, but in everybody else's, we're just a side character. We are not the main protagonist. And mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a hard hard way to look at it, but it's very true, right? Like everything we do is as much as we don't like to admit it, it is to benefit us. It is to mm-hmm. have the best storyline possible in our own story, but that also applies to other people. So people can get hurt in these type of situations, especially if you are sleeping with somebody that is a friend and they decide to not let you be a part of the storyline, right? And you're like, yeah. but I don't get this. This isn't how it is in the movies and blah, 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 like whatever. No, it's it's never going to be like how it is in the movies. You might have like a movie-esque moment, right? Like a rom-com yeah. moment, but it's not going to be the full storyline. Everybody's storyline is different. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next question because I could talk again about a lot <laughs> of that and go on to a whole tangent. Um, I do want to bring up a question. We were supposed to talk about it last episode, but I think there is a way we can tie it in with sex here. Are dating norms even a thing anymore? Most people try to think of what's normal in their relationship compared to other people. Are the norms changing or have they stayed the same? Okay, so with with this question, what I will say is, yes, they change because the only constant is change. We're not going to have the same dating norms as we did. Society in the changes. 1950s. Society changes. Technology yeah, has yeah. changed the game for sex. It's made it on oh, demand yeah. by with Tinder and Bumble and Grinder and Hinge. You can now have sex on demand. I don't think there's one set norm because also, too, there are different types of relationships now. Like back in the 50s. It was just man and woman, and it was, like, vanilla as hell. And yep. now you white have... picket fence, two kids, that's yes. it. And now you have, you have gay, you have lesbian, you have trans folk, you have BDSM community, you have... You have you non-binary, have who, you, have... you have... non-binary, you have people who claim they are, well, I don't say claim, they, they are asexual, where they just, they don't have a sexual attraction to, like, anybody. There are, like, a lot of different things out now a lot of different terms and a lot of different ways to explore your sexuality so yep i don't think there's one straight norm and i think they're always going to change and if you're looking for a norm uh, i don't think you're going to find one i think you just gotta go with go with the flow of whatever you have of whatever is going on with who you're with because when i think about anybody that i and in the last year anybody that i've dated in the last year 
none of them went the same route. Exactly, because when you date somebody new, you are with a new partner, of course it's going to be different. You can't compare your previous relationships with each other, even though we often do that all the time, right? Because it's so easy to compare it together, but they're never going to, it's never going to be like an apples to apples comparison, right? Like sex with one person versus the other is never going to be the same for multiple different reasons on both a physical and emotional level. Again, agreeing with your point, you're never going to find a norm in dating or sex, but I think that's the beauty of it. There's Mm. not like one set standard of like, this is how you have to have sex. Anything outside of that is wrong, which did happen in like the 50s, 60s and 70s. And I mean, we can just go back in time and look at how sex was really religious for a Mm. very, very, very long time. Like, I know with my parents, I remember talking to my grandparents about this when I had like a sex talk given to me. Um, God rest her soul, Mimi. But she very much believed you didn't have sex with somebody unless you were married and were trying to have children. That was what was said in in at her time. She was in the 50s. Yeah. She was that 50s homemaker. And obviously things change. Mm-hmm. Obviously things happen. And it's really hard to stay in that path. I think when it comes to norms, you got to do what you want for yourself. So tying that back into what are you looking for out of dating? Are you looking for sex? Are you looking for a casual relationship? Are you looking for something serious that can turn into marriage? Because what you're looking for depends on how you take like the dating sequence. So for example, if you are looking for something serious, maybe you don't sleep with that person on the first date, you know, I agree. Not, not say that sleeping with somebody on the first date means that you won't end up in a serious relationship. I'm just saying that. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Two years later. You might, you might take the route differently. Like I, like Alyssa, I mean, you were dating people before, Scott, of course, and you were looking for something serious. Yeah, and, and here's I'm sure you took those routes a little bit differently. Here's the thing: I'm a very upfront person, and a lot of people are not how I am. I hate the phrase "I don't know what I'm looking for." I'm trying to figure it out. I don't think I think it. You're doing a disservice to somebody by saying that's what you're looking for. Like when somebody asks you that question, like, "Hey, what are you looking for?" Oh, I don't know. No, you do know. You clearly know. You just don't want to admit it half the time and that's half the battle, right? Like actually Mm -hmm. it's not about admitting it to the other person. It's admitting it to yourself, right? And a lot of people, when they want just casual sex, they put this really negative stigma on it because of how society has treated casual sex. Look at the 80s, you know, a lot of like the war on drugs, the war on sex, like when HIV AIDS was a very big thing in the 80s. Everybody tried to say having casual sex was a really, really, really bad thing. And it's like, no, like this is we have to take the two away from each other because it's not just about that. So I think for a long time, there's been this really negative stigma with saying you just want to have casual sex. There's nothing wrong with having casual sex. We are very sexual beings. It's it's human nature. It is just a human bodily thing. It's like, hey, I need water. I mean, I'm not saying you like need sex to live, but like your body craves water, your body craves food, your body craves sunlight. Like, 
Yeah. It craves things. There and are sex different. Is just one of those things. There are different chemicals in your brain that can only be released by having sex. And that's pretty fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's one of those things you really need to stop judging yourself because nobody else is judging you like the way you're judging you. Because nobody oh, cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. And if they do care, they can go fuck themselves. Like, those are trash people anyways and not somebody who you want to hang out around with. I'm just kind of tired of everybody saying, I don't know what I want. But it's yeah. really a thing of, like, admitting it to yourself. I And sometimes it takes a while to figure it out. Like, you do need to go on a lot of dates and have a lot of sex and figure out what you want by trial and error. You know, yeah. I compare it a lot to like the princess and the frog when she had to kiss a lot of frogs until she like found her prince or whatever. I think that's applicable. I think it's I mean, applicable. It is, it is true. Not everybody gets it right on the first time. And if you do, wow, I have questions. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm thinking about my parents and my parents, you know, they, they met when they were 16 and high school sweethearts married at 21, had their first kid by 26. And I mean, I know a lot of things about my parents' marriage, and it hasn't been the most perfect thing. Like, there was still a lot of trial and error yeah. in that. And, I mean, a lot of it was they were growing up together. Yeah, and I think that's you know? important to call out is, like, once you do find your so-called person, you're still going to have trial and error, both romantically and physically. It, it's like the whole thing of the argument of, like, how soon is – too soon to move in with somebody how soon is it too soon to have sex with somebody i think it's never too soon to start having sex with somebody because if you're looking ultimately all of us are looking for a relationship at some point in our lives right mm -hmm. if you don't like what you're getting up front you can leave early on and like we talked about last episode it doesn't the sting isn't as bad but the longer that you wait it out you're only just going to set yourself up for failure I'm not saying like, oh my God, you need to go have a bunch of sex right now, right? You have to do what's comfortable for you. But I, I would encourage you to maybe try something a little earlier than you would, whatever that may be. And you, you can be the judge of whatever that is. But I think it is important to try something a little early on. And early on, I'm talking like in the first couple of months. I'm not saying early on in like the first like week or two, right? But if you want to yeah. do that, by all means, go ahead. But I mean, again, it's it's all trial and error. Like I've, you know, since moving to New York, I've gone through a little bit of like a sexual relation uh, relationship, sexual awakening. And my relationship with sex has gotten more comfortable. Yeah. You know, think so, about where you were when you were 18 versus now or even 16. Yeah. So I've got more comfortable with that. And. I will proudly say that I, I like sex. I enjoy sex. This is, this doesn't mean that I'm going to go outside right now and like fuck the per the first person I see. I like having sex with, <laughs> I like having sex with a person that I like and I have a connection with. So I have had situations before where I've been with somebody that I like and I connect with and I, I let out my sexual nature yeah. and like, whoa yep. where did that come from exactly that's the thing like it ebbs and flows with more experience that you get right it's all about gaining practice right practice makes perfect like you got to put in the work to figure out what you like 
And now it's time to bring in our guest, their late arrival, brought to you by New York City Traffic. And we're back. We had a little bit of a cut scene there because we have a very special guest with us today. I love this hoe, but she's a late hoe and I'm going to call her out for it just because I can and because we're friends with her. I feel like this guest is what I would consider a resident DJ because she is a DJ, but like a resident guest of keeping it together. She's a part of the fam. Everybody, please give it up for Kristen Chavez. You're (laughs) welcome back, bitch. How are we doing? Doing great. Tired, but good. I feel like you're our resident sex episode guest because it's always the one we want to have on. That's the first one that I believe I started with. And then... And then here we are. Yeah, exactly. We're here. I think so, yeah. And then we had you on for a couple of other episodes. I feel like, you know what she is? She's like our Zoe Johnston because she's always in Above and Beyond songs, but she's on every single one. Yes. She's like our Zoe Johnston. Oh, my I God. Love that. Yes. I love that. Wow. I love that. Well, welcome back. We're really excited to have you on. We have a lot of different shit to talk about today. There has been – it's been an interesting time with being in a pandemic, mm-hmm. but sex is still very much real for a lot of people. There's been a lot of struggles with people trying to find – partners and still kind of participate yeah. in that part of their lives because everything has kind of had to be on hold yeah i think i think what i definitely want to start talking about is how hookup culture has changed dramatically oh my god i know dramatically but it's really off of people's like comfort levels you know it's more of like oh like some people are like are terrified and are like no way i'm not gonna share saliva with you and yeah. then other people are like yeah i don't give a fuck like it's like okay i think for the ones who are like i don't want to share saliva or fluids or whatever i think those are the ones being smart because they're actively asking hey have you been quarantining what have you been doing while you're yeah, quarantining yeah who it's very much like hey are you getting tested like it's which i kind of like that part of yeah. hookup culture because now everyone's a little more comfortable with asking about being tested right so like that saying that sentence or like that phrase is like no longer awkward it's like oh, yeah a little more natural because i think people were still even anxious to ask like hey have you been tested for like stds or whatever i used so, to ask my partners all the time any new partner i yeah. literally would ask them like hey when was your last test because when i was participating in hookup culture Mm -hmm. i was getting tested almost every other month because i was like i'm actively having sex Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. i would forget protection Mm -hmm. because that's what happens in life and i needed to make sure that i was protecting myself right i mean i was always one of those people that i get awkward and i'm like uh like don't take this the wrong way but like are you seeing other people like not that i'm gonna get mad right but I need to know where your dick's been. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm the same way, Kristen. And I think I think that kind of comes a little bit from... Can't lie, though. I definitely have like, had those one-night stands where, like, I don't ask. Yeah. There so. are times we're human, <laughs> and, it, and it happens, right? But yeah. that's why you get it, tested. Yeah, I get I get a little bit nervous when I'm like, hey, have you, have you been tested? But I think, I think for me personally, like, sometimes when it comes to talking about sex, and this kind of derives from me growing up in, like, a conservative area, that talking about sex is, like, taboo. So even yeah. if I talk about it normally, it can sometimes be hard, especially, like, with a new partner, because I'm so, like, I'm nervous about being judged, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, but yeah, honestly, definitely. It's, it's, it's just me protecting myself. We were just talking know? about earlier, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. sex was basically on demand. You have all your apps you could go on and swipe through and find a suitable partner, so to speak, right? Like you have this endless selection. But now 
what I kind of like of what's going on is people are being more open about what they're they're asking for, right? Like yeah. I think I think if anything, hookup culture is going to be better for people. Agreed. I yeah. um I, I'm not the I'm not very into hookup culture right now since the pandemic. Um, I'm relatively picky with people, so... I mean, I'm definitely not in a hookup culture because I'm in a serious, committed relationship, <laughs> yeah. but I... it's something we have to talk about because yeah. there are people not like me, and yeah. it's I mean, I know, real. I know a lot of people, and even with my roommate, Teddy, like, he, you know, he's trying to see some guys, and he's the same way. He'll be like, hey, have you been tested, all this stuff, just to be careful, and then he, he gets it, and I'm proud of him, so... I think that's I... the best way to do it. Yeah, I, I haven't been involved in hookup culture, one, because I really, I was not in the mood with hooking up with anybody from here because I'm like, I'm going to leave. And also, two, I don't know, my town is like really small and I feel like everybody knows everybody. And eventually word would get around, oh my God, do you hear Sabrina fuck so-and-so? And I just Okay, why are people that. like that? Let's really think about this. Why can't people <laughs> just have sex and not say anything? Like, why can't that just be a private moment between you two? Okay, like cool you saw me naked this is great and like maybe we had some like awkward moments like maybe i queefed in your face i don't know like, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever don't i like how that's what you revert to of like that's an awkward moment <laughs> has this I happened get it. i get it listen listen get listen it. this has happened before and i get i get like very embarrassed you know and i'm just like uh right and, and i don't want to talk about that necessarily uh, Three days later, if we're in the same, yep. you know, circle or, like, I see you again somewhere, like, don't make it weird. Just Goddamn, be we just okay. talked about this and we should have waited. We got a question from a listener about hooking up with your friends. And the question oh, literally it. was, why do I keep fucking my friends? Is this a bad thing? No, it's not. It's, it's I, for me, personally, it, it's a comfort level thing. And it's right. like when you meet your friends, you you know, you do stupid shit and you're like, listen, you've seen me bang my head on a fucking wall. Like you seeing me naked is definitely not as embarrassing. So cool. Let's like have this like happen. Mm-hmm. But the issue is that people don't know how to be chill with sex. And that's where it gets mm-hmm. complicated with friend groups because, because then people start talking and then it's like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen now? Is the interaction going to be weird? And just like, no, just like accept them as a human, as an adult. You guys just. Yeah, you guys did some shit. You humped and like, cool. Yeah, just like, move I, on. Going going back on the Kyle situation from from last episode, episode, we are I mean, not revealing his name and we're calling him Kyle. Oh, okay. Feel bad for we're, any Kyle that's listening sorry, right now. Kyle. It's not about you, Kyle. Like I mean, I've never dated a guy. on our little friend group. Like our our friends did find out, and that was fine because we kind of joked about it. Like the next day, like my friend was like. So you went home with Kyle, huh? And like we had a good time, so I was like, yeah, haha. And like I feel like we, it can be funny about it the next day. Like the day after, I think it's fun to joke about with friends, but like after that, it's like just drop it. I think it. it's fun to joke about with friends of like you're at a party and everybody saw you guys like just like smacking it and like whatever. Cool if your friend group is like chill like that, which it should be, but at the end of the day, like Again, what I do behind closed doors is nobody's business. and Unless if, you let it be. Unless I let it be thing. and I want people to know that I'm seeing this person, then that's a different topic and that's also, like, that's more serious. If I'm just hooking up with my friends and, like, I'm just comfortable with them, but they're also pretty high and, like, I want them to please me not only in a friendship type of, like, relationship but also a little bit in, like, a sexual relationship, then cool. Mm-hmm. I think from there people just need to determine, mm-hmm. like, again, what do you want? Do you want 
a boyfriend in that awkward dating like Mm -hmm. phase and just have nobody be near that person and just like that is your person for the next couple months or years or whatever or do you want this to be a little more casual which is fine with a close friend and then just be honestly communication is key like just be like hey you know you and I hooking up is cool and I like when we have that moment but um, when we're friends outside with our friend groups, like, we're just friends. Don't expect me to be all over you. Don't expect 100%. me to hold your hand. Don't mm-hmm. expect me to, like, wink at you or, like, make some it's, side of gesture. Like, yeah. It's that clear delineation of what your relationship boundaries are yeah, with that person. Yeah, boundaries. Boundaries are important. You gotta, you, you gotta say it. You gotta draw the line, but you also gotta have your actions follow your words. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 like, yes, don't, yes. Don't, don't try and be, like, you know, say to the friend like this is strictly a friendship and then you know you're like flirty with them and like yeah and, and that's on, where like, i'm with them and like yeah yeah well that's the thing for me i like to take i tell everybody that i take them on a date i'm like let's have a dinner date let's do this um and i've i've hooked up with my friends before i kind of to be honest i prefer that than like a tinder hookup because again for me i feel like mm-hmm. okay these people know me like you like me for me, so this isn't like you're not going to be a total dick. Maybe you could be. There's totally an option yeah. for that, but it should end relatively okay. Um, but for me, I, with my friends or whatever friend I'm hooking up with, I, you know, in front of everyone, we're just friends, and yeah. no one should get it. Like maybe people sense that I'm flirty, and like there's like a little attraction yeah. there, but no one knows what the fuck I'm doing behind closed doors. Like that's it. Unless again, I share. On a podcast yes. about my sex life. <laughs> That's a little bit different because you're talking about the relation with other people. I'm more so talking about like with this person. Like, oh, gotcha. don't tell this person you want to be like just friends and then send them mixed signals like, hey, I kind of like, like, I like you. You know, let's let's do this. Like kind of like doing things that a person who would like like you and want to date you would do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, don't yeah. don't mess with that. Yeah, you know, don't like, treat them strictly as again. Friends. Communication, yep. though, communication yeah. and and actions do speak louder than words. So you have to just be careful. And if you ha- you can't be afraid also to tell someone and be like, hey, like I'm feeling some type of way about you, and like I know we're friends, um, but like you're kind of doing this, and like I actually find myself getting jealous, or I find myself feeling this type of way because if they're your friend you can sit down and have a conversation with them right yeah. so like it's kind it of like we're all easy. fucking adults just tell me just, what you yeah. want or what you don't want exactly don't, don't exactly. give me some twisted fucking answer yeah 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 yeah. if they can't which i've been in a situation like that before where i was straight up honest with somebody i was like hey i'm kind of into you and they just kind of like straight up ignored me and just like wouldn't talk to me you know you you, you got a question is this really a friend in the first place or was this mm. just somebody who was like platonic towards me Ooh. and got what they wanted? The other mm. thing to keep in mind is you will most likely not get the answer you're searching for. And I hate when people put in their head, like they play out these scenarios in their head, mm-hmm. right? Of like what they're expecting, because then when they go into the situation, they're kind of expecting one of those scenarios to happen. And you when one of those scenarios, exactly. Mm-hmm. Then you just get so disappointed. You're let yeah, down. You set yourself up. You set yourself up. That's the other thing besides, you know, having your boundaries and having clear communication, like you also can't have expectations. And, and that's something that, that takes time. Tough. It's tough because you naturally have expectations, right? And right. it's off of so many things. Um, and it can be hard, but that's where you, as an adult and as you grow, you have to know your boundaries, know what you want, and just respect others. And you should be, like, relatively set. You know, you're going to hit bumps in the road, of course. Of course. You know, we're human. We have emotions and 
our brain is made up of chemicals and there can be an imbalance one day. You know, maybe I'm on my period and I'm like, fuck you. You know, I'm you know definitely mind. imbalanced today because a bitch is hungover. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Man, you know, you know, sex, sex is like sex is so great. But only God does it make things so complicated like it, it can. Because it's people really, don't well, here's, here's the thing. The act of sex itself is not complicated. It's let's, not. Let's, yeah. let's get it straight. Sex is not necessarily a complicated thing if you're communicating. Where it gets complicated is if you're not communicating properly with the partner in the act and after the act. Making like even assumptions, before the act. having expectations of that person, I, like just setting, yeah. doing all the wrong things of everything we've talked about. Like that's where you go wrong. Um, right. And, and I'm not talking even like on the physical aspect of like having expectations for sex or like no it's the, the emotional goes, aspect as well yeah. also know where I you're adding your life thing. yeah you know and and this goes out to like any type of you know i'm sure there's young listeners and out there starting college like don't feel pressured to like have sex right away like just again know your limit and oh yeah i felt really pressured right when i went into college because i actually fun fact i went to college a virgin um, which a lot of people look so at me I. and they're like, excuse so me, I. bitch, you have a podcast now about sex. But I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't a thing when I was in high school. I went to really, you know, I Catholic high school and I also went to a Lutheran kindergarten through eighth grade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. School. Mm-hmm. And so we Precious, talked about this earlier. Clean, clean mind. <laughs> sex was always taught to me as this religious thing it was the mm, thing mm-hmm. that only a man and a woman shared and nobody else and it's only yeah. done when you're married yeah um and then when i went to college it was like all of a sudden it was just kind of like sex. yeah like thrust in your fucking face, <laughs> in your face and in i'm your like face. i don't even have time to understand half of this stuff yeah and i mean going to the college in new york city it was a different ball game because you're like going to bars and like meeting older guys and like trying to play this whole like i'm into i don't know i'm not into one night stands i really don't know people who are truly into them um it could be fun in the moment and then every time i wake up i'm like what the fuck like yeah never gonna see you again even though i did see one person on the street again that was crazy (laughs) (laughs) that was crazy he was great too it was great sex i will never his name was marvin (laughs) <laughs> um, Marvin. Marvin. And I'm this, sorry, I, I shouldn't him. have laughed at that name. I know, I, have I know. The only reason why I remember is because I was super drunk and I clearly remember looking when he said his name. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like Finding Nemo. Like, yes, that's <laughs> so like I what I thought of. I couldn't help but like think of that. So it was easy for me to rem- like remember his name. Um, but I met him at Mr. Purple and I went, he was like from LA, like cool looking skater boy graduating from NYU. Like it was just like check off, check, 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 check. Right. And I went up to him like aggressive, like drunk, like flipped my hair and I was like, hey, what's up? Like I'm Kristen. Like who are you? Do you want to go dance right now? Like aggressive. And he fucked with it. And then he's like, oh, do you want to come back to my place and like hang out? And I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And then he was like, I'm getting us a taxi. Sure. Like I was like, I don't care. (laughs) Um, I love the assertiveness. I was also, also for me, I was like testing out my boundaries of knowing like, do I like mm-hmm. one night stands? Is this, you know, everything I see yeah. on the movies? And I like, I think, I think every hot take, I think everybody should have at least one night, one, one night stand. Yeah, just to in see their where, experience. how you feel about it. Just to see yes. exactly how you feel about it. Um, but with Marvin, so I get into the taxi and whatever, we ended up in this place. We were watching Futurama. He introduced me to this book it has i know it has a picture of a boulder i cannot remember the book right now i have it in my library at home i have not read it yet but 
uh, see this book. And he's like, oh, this book's so cool, whatever. He's like crazy smart, lives in a studio by himself. His mom is like an art gallerist or whatever. And I was like, wow, this dude is so hot. We're watching Futurama. We're wearing matching pajamas. This is like, this This is is adorable. Yeah, this is crazy. I am like, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have incredible (laughs) sex. I like, I discover what squirting is. That was crazy. (laughs) That's when you discovered what squirting is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One night stand. See? Yeah, I was 20. See? I was 20. And which is, I, I think that's fine. And so I actually, when that happened, I kept apologizing because I didn't know it was happening. I was freaking oh, out. No. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was a puddle. And I was like, uh, like, I thought I peed. Like, I was like, how did I, am I this I fucked up I, that I just like peed I during mean, sex? I mean, that, you know, that's like what squirting that's is, right? That's kind of what it is. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly and what I, it I, is. I it's not so, a bad thing. It just happens. Yeah, I was, I was freaked out. But it was incredible sex. Like the, I, I still honestly, he's number one. He's still number one. Shout out to Marvin if you're listening out there somehow. Thank oh, you, thank you. Wow. You opened thank up the you, door. Thank you, Marvin, for making Kristen squirt for the first time. And <laughs> yeah. talking about it. <laughs> you, you can have good experiences. There are definitely good ones out there. You can also have terrible ones, uh, like French guy. I don't even know his name. Oh, I was there I for that. Friend. Wait, I, I remember that, that one too. I was there for that. This this guy I met at the DL and I was I was going through something so I was just kind of like owning my sexuality I was like I'm a hot bitch I can get whoever the hell I want yes you and can yeah, I remember the whole I was there with yep. you that night oh my god I actually have videos of that night because I remember because oh, no. I was hating every <gasps> single guy yes 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 that yes, night yes. and I was like oh, every guy god. came up to me and I was like you could walk away now like I was like a bitch like i was just like not having I remember it remember that that was, was a night we were all bad bitches yeah 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 i was definitely in a mood oh because i was fucking the trainer so i was like playing a game wow yeah that was a different time what a that, time that was, that was a different time because this 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 was a while ago Kristen. this was not long into our friendship no either. it wasn't at all but and we were just starting to hang I out went, and it was cool i i went home with this french guy and that's when i found out that i was not the biggest fan of biting because homeboy i swear to god yeah. i think he was like a cannibal or something Stop. he my face there was a bruise on my face i do remember this for three days i had to go into work the next day people are like Sabrina, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> it's so clearly a bite mark on my cheek. I remember going. This is almost ripped my nose ring out. Yeah, I, was like, I remember you telling me I, all of this. I'm gonna definitely say I was a bad friend for a bit there because it was the funniest thing ever, and I made fun of you every day for it. I thought you were kind it was, of into him though, so that's why I was like, "All right, cool, have fun." It was I the was funniest thing I've ever seen. He went home and like was pretty much just like a jackknife and bit oh. the shit out of my oh face my and then fell asleep. So I mean, now you have not, that. Now you have that boundary. Um, now I have that boundary. <laughs> exactly. Something that also wait. I also had to finish the Marvin story. Didn't even finish. So whatever. We have incredible oh, yeah. sex after I like went on like a good couple minutes of like me going. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Um, I woke up and it was like I. Oh my god. I actually, <laughs> me being a freak. Like I wanted to remember this moment and also like update everyone. So I remember I took a Snapchat of like me in his bed and like his head next to mine and like sending it to all my friends and being like, guys, you're not gonna believe what just happened to me. Um, wow. Anyways, yeah, I know, fucking freak, but I love it. It's not freak. Uh, uh-uh. uh. It's just. I you. mean, he didn't get his face. You know, it's just his head. So I feel like that's Whatever. okay. You I've know? done that before. I think it's funny. I think it's funny too. Um. Anyways, so I left. I grab a post it, and I was like, text me sometime. Like, left my number, whatever. He never texted me. That was like, I faced that. Like, what if he like lost the note? No, no. So this is where I see Marvin again. You see him again. I see him again. That was the whole point of the story. 
So I am going, I'm running late. My dad is visiting um, and I, we're on like St. Mark's. We're going to like this like restaurant, Japanese type of like bar style. It's very um, like kitschy and cool. Mm-hmm. It's super yummy, like beer, whatever. Um, so I'm like running over there. I'm running super late from babysitting. And as I'm like running and moving quickly, I see Marvin on like St. Mark's. And I'm what? like looking at him and I was like, and we both kind of made eye contact like I know you, but he's with another girl. This is like probably a month later. Wow. He's with another girl. And I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. I don't really give a fuck. And so I like walked and we just made that awkward eye contact. I was like, I'm not going to pretend like I know you, but like I know I definitely know you. And I'm just going to keep looking at you and then just awkwardly walk away. So we like walked, we like made direct eye contact of just like, that's happened to I know me you. before. He um, puts his arm around the girl in my face. He like turns around. We turn around and look at each other, dick. and he puts his arm around her. And I was like, <gasps> I like ran in, and what I like, a dick. I'm like, I need a pitcher of beer. Like order it. I'm chugging it with my oh twin my brother. And Frank's this? like, Are you okay? And I was like, I just saw a dude. And I, oh my god, that happened to me on New Year's. Did I not tell you what happened this past New Year's I to feel me? Like you did. So Scott and I went to go do dinner by ourselves. He really wanted to spend New Year's just the two of us. And we did. And it was, we went to Miss Lily's. It's this really, really cool Caribbean spot in the Lower East Side. And we're sitting down. It had been probably about 45 minutes. And all of a sudden, who walks in but my most recent ex and his girlfriend to also have dinner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he texted me the next day. You were like, Kristen Chavez. (laughs) I freaked the fuck out because we made eye contact as he walked in. And I was like, this is not happening. This is not happening. See, that's where you need to own your shit. And I'm I'm that asshole that, like, if you have a problem with me, I will go up to your face and say hello and give you the warmest hug and then walk away. I just would, to, like, but trip you Scott out. probably would have punched him in the face. A hundred percent. I mean, that's how I feel about Patrick, honestly. I, I could not I could not say hello to him, but we all know Patrick's a dick, so. I was sitting here thinking if I had an experience where I saw a hookup again. And yes, I did. My first ever one night stand in New York City was with this guy named Derek. Well, first one night stand ever. Derek. This guy named Derek. Derek. And I thought nice. he was so cute that I kept and but he looked like Drake. So I kept calling. Oh, him I remember so, him. Yep. 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 I actually so never knew his name. I literally thought his name was Drake. I ended up going oh. home with this dude. He just like laid on top of me. It was it was pretty bad. It was bad. Mm, I like left mm. early. He was like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I have a hair appointment. I gotta go." It's like six o'clock in the morning, so I left. And I have a hair appointment. He, I feel like that's popped, a great cop out excuse. He po- he popped up on my Bumble. I just say I have he work. Lives, he lives in our neighborhood because I met him at a bar in our neighborhood. He lives in our neighborhood, and um. I like never saw him again. Well, a year later, it was your birthday. We were going out for your birthday when you turned 23. No, my 24, birthday? 24. When we had that big. Oh, huge Alyssa. Weekend. <laughs> I was like me. I'm definitely not 24. <laughs> no, mine. Um, yeah. Five last year. Our moms were there. And I just remember we were we were in the DL and I look and there's Derek and I and he looked at me and we looked at each other and we were like, oh, I remember you. But this goes and to my I point. Like, Why hey, do people guys, act weird? Go. And then somebody told I think my mom. Somebody I told your mom. mom, and my mom <laughs> I like, told you your mom. Somebody, are you going to leave me? Well, it was like, funny because your mom came up to me and was like, what, what happened to Sabrina? Why is she acting weird? And I was like, oh, she had sex with that dude like a while ago. And she like my mom just started laughing because she didn't know what to do. 
And this is also oh. the same night that, like, Scott is meeting my mom for the first time. And here I am in this little circle of our moms and my boyfriend that wasn't Damn. my boyfriend at the time, like, <laughs> laughing at Sabrina with this hookup. My Damn. mom, my mom's like, are you, are you going to go, are you going to go home with somebody? Are you making me go home because you're trying to fuck somebody? And I'm like, it was Diana, so funny. You're oh, God. Me. No. But like, I do, I do want to go back on your question mm-hmm. of like why people get weird about it. I think people get weird when it's a negative experience. Mm-hmm. When it's a positive mm-hmm. one, usually you don't really do anything. Like, for example, your thing with Marvin, right? Like you guys just kept walking by. It may have been weird in your head, but like yeah. on the outside, it wouldn't have looked like anything else. True. No one knew but us. And like, sometimes I fuck with that. Like, I like when nobody else knows. It's kind of a cool feeling, but I think people get weird about it when there was a negative, awkward moment Mm. or experience, whatever it may be. Maybe you didn't come from it. Queefing in face (laughs) is squirting and you don't even know what squirting is. But I think when... I think we judge ourselves way too harshly when it comes to sex, first and foremost. Totally. And when we do something weird or whatever, we're like, oh, my God, that's so weird. I'm so sorry that happened. Blah, blah, blah. Then you all of a sudden have this negative stigma of that sexual experience in your head. Yeah. 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 I see that. I see that. Definitely. But again, that kind of then it kind of feeds off a little bit on our whole talk about boundaries. You know, you yeah. you uh, we have to go through good and bad experiences. We have good and bad consequences. Mm-hmm. Everything we do, like. There's always going to be a ripple effect of, of something. And yep. you have to, again, as you mature uh, as an adult, you have to be able to know your boundaries and, like, know what you want. And sometimes, like, waiting for sex and not having sex when you're 18 like everybody else is okay because maybe emotionally and, and mentally you just can't take that because it's too much pressure and you don't know how to handle it. You don't yeah. know how to act normal. And you have all these questions. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, just just wait for the right moment and find your Marvin. <laughs> Find your Marvin. That's your, your Marvin. that's the new phrase. Yeah. And, and, and also to women, it's like, make the shots, like call the shots. Like, I don't yeah. think it's just be men. Like I'm, I'm aggressive. Like if I'm into you, I will make it known. And like, I will come up to you. Um, sometimes I don't really like it when a guy come up, comes up to me. Like I appreciate the confidence, but then arrogance gets involved. And then I'm like, you're an idiot. Goodbye. Um, you know what? I, with women, cause I, cause I believe everybody, man, woman, mm-hmm. transgender, whatever, you deserve to explore yourself, explore your sexuality freely. For women, though, I feel like it's a little bit harder because we, we face a little bit more judgment. Now, granted, I feel like it's since like 2000, there's been like a little bit of like a revolution. Like women are like, I'm a sexual being and it's OK, mm-hmm. but there's still backlash. I mean, look at the WAP song. Yes, exactly. Literally, yeah. you're reading my mind. I was like. We have to talk about WAP because, number one, this song is a fucking bop. It's amazing. Absolutely incredible. You know what? I actually have not listened to it yet. I've listened to some of it. There's some holes in this house. Like, it's a bop. Like, I'm into it. And you know what? Yep. Like, it's literally just a woman talking about having sex. And for Cardi B, that's her fucking husband. Like, she's she's proud that she's good at sex. And you know what? That's her brand. Like, Like, a what's what's wrong with that like even if it wasn't her husband what's wrong with that why are you judging somebody else for their sexual choices their sexual choices do not affect you so why are you gonna have an opinion on it here's what i want to know where was the backlash when kanye west released the song that was like i'm a sick fuck i like a quick fuck yes she's a fucking hoe i love it yeah nasty and i ain't gonna lie when i listen to that song i low-key get a little bit uncomfortable there is but nobody I still really, jam to it. you know, gave him a lot of shit for that. And yet here's a number one billboard song 
yeah. pretty much about women empowerment, and it's making a lot of people uncomfortable. Why is that? So there is this Instagram account that I think everybody should follow. It is called Shit You, Ca- Shit you Should Care About. Mm. And what they do is they take whatever's going on kind of in either pop culture, news, politics, whatever it may be. They, and they kind of break it down of, like, why people are reacting the way they are. So they did one about WAP. Like, why why has WAP become such a controversial song? The reason being is in rap culture, females have been taught to be non-sexualized, right? Look at one of the best rappers in the game, I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe, um, is Missy Elliott. Yeah. She had this interview. There was this interview she had a couple years ago asking why she dressed the way she did in the nineties. And she said, if I dressed as a woman, I would have not been taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And she talked about how she would show up to studio recording sessions, dressed how she would want to dress sometimes and kind of got backlash for it. I mean, look at Alicia Keys, look at Mary J. Blige, like look at all of these incredible women who just want to be a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know who I think of? Um, oh, my God. It's this Eve. I love Eve. She has this song called Tambourine. Mm. And I remember when that song in the music video came out, there was a backlash for it because this, like, the whole music video is supposedly, and it kind of is, like, a sexualized music video. Mm-hmm. But she got so much shit for it just because she was dancing around and doing what she wanted to do. Whack. Look it's at the so song "Milkshake." It's like it's a it's a crime in this country for a woman to be sexual, right? And how how is that fair when you know men are taught, "Oh my God, you're such you're you're the man. You you slept with all those women." Like, yeah, bro, you get it. And then if a woman sleeps with half the amount of people, she's still labeled as a whore, as a slut, and it can be very damaging. Like I know girls yep. in high school. I know that I was kind of given some shit when I lost my virginity to my boyfriend, but I was, I was low key painted as like a slut a little bit. Yeah. What the hell people? Yeah. Well, and also no, I think it it kind of carries on through generations and like social norms. Um, you know, we hopefully, you know, in the the next couple of generations, maybe this will no no longer be as an intense issue. And maybe people will be a little more open-minded because as we grow older with our children, we teach our children, hey, this is okay. Then they teach their children, hey, this is okay. I think it's about not forcing an opinion down somebody's throat. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Let them decide on their own. I think the generation before us, the way that they were taught and how they've taught us is – opinions were kind of forced down your throat because Mm -hmm. there was this idea to conform there was this idea for people to think all the same thing but we had the social norms of of you know women being stay-at-home moms being the super like just Mm -hmm. cute little girl that like no one knows anything about her sex life she's clean like only like just like very typical life and if, if that's how women are supposed to be seen and like to do again it creates a social norm and People are going to have these, like, underlying pressures and yep. they're going to feel like, hey, I need to protect my only little girl and and work on her presentation. And a lot of that comes off of, like, how women should be presenting themselves, but men are free to do whatever they want. And it's so fucked yeah. up. Like, you were talking about this earlier. I actually saw you post a comment, Sabrina, about this on Facebook. Like, it takes two to fucking tango. Oh, totally. Like, yes. let's- okay, so let me... I'll, I'll just... I'll do it very brief. Um, 
I, I made a case for abortion on like a public news account on Facebook. And like, it was a lot of good points. And the person who was, who I was commenting against, they decided to come back on me and they're like, yeah. And a woman deserves to close her legs or, you know, take birth control and just pretty much putting all the blame on a woman for pregnancy. And it's like, no. And when I really think about what it is like to be a woman in this country, they don't want us to have sex, but you're going to get the most views and you're going to get the most likes and stuff like that. If you dress half naked. Oh yeah. Thirst but, trap photos like, are a real thing. Screwed over for a job later on. I do think it is really important to actually bring up the fact of how long people have been expressing the human body through art, especially in the naked mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's we I've been to museums in Italy and half of the look at the statue of David, right? Like, there's this whole photo, this not photo, a massive statue that was erected out of a naked man. Like mm-hmm. this has been around for so long, like so fucking long. And I don't think it's going anywhere. Like it's not it's not going to stop anytime mm-hmm. soon. And I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think using it as an, a form of art expression should stop. I think it's just the way in which we express, mm-hmm. which is the tough part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah, want to I do want to note we are coming up close on time yes. and I do have one segment that I would love to do with you. Yes. It is <clears throat> What's what? your struggle? struggle? Bitch, you were slow. You always yeah, say you, she was really looking at the camera and was like, "Let me read her <laughs> mouth." <laughs> on my end, I was saying it at the same time as you, so mm. technical difficulties. It's okay. It's what's your struggle? Woo! The sex edition. Yeah. So, Kristen, tell us what your sexual struggle is. Uh, my sexual struggle. Um, I feel like a lot of it's like my comfort level levels. I don't know. I, to be completely honest, if we want to know like current Kristen, I just like. I definitely have a fat crush on a friend, which is why I think I'm so, so like, yeah, having sex with friends is fine. And he has no idea. And I know he has no idea. Maybe he has like a sense that I like very much flirt with him. Mm -hmm. But I've hooked up with one of his friends, like in the same friend group. And like, not that I want a relationship with this person, but I know that we like really click and it would be so good. And I just don't even, I don't even know how I can like, he's recently single. So I'm like, I don't even know how I can, like, present this to him because I have a fear of, like, rejection. Like, I definitely don't Mm. want to be rejected like that. Like, especially with your friend and be like, hey, I want to hook up. And they're like, no. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm not going to see you for a couple months. Um, I mean, that's that's okay. I I mean, mean, these are people that I see every weekend. So One thing I will say is don't don't tell them over Snapchat like I did because all they'll do is save the message and just, like, ghost you yeah yeah yeah. i feel like (laughs) i I truly feel like he feels the same way um like last night we were out and and i feel like this is like dumb to like assume but it's it's we were like hanging out majority of the time and like hugging constantly he was constantly hugging me he was like i love you so much i love you so much and sometimes i'm like fuck like am i really in the friend zone like i i want to be in the friend zone but i really want to like hook Mm -hmm. up and i feel like the other thing with um like what's my struggle with sex too is just like yeah pandemic like who are we going to yeah. hook up with? Like, Patrick texted me. Like, eh, that All put right, me in a really weird... Block him. He's he's trash. Weird mindset. Don't yeah, he totally is trash, but totally weird I mindset. I God. Like, uh, don't. No, and... Him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... Well... I'm becoming more comfortable with sex and more comfortable with myself, so, like, I want to experience with 
people who I want to have sex with, but yeah. now I'm in this compl- complicated um, type of notion where it's like the people who I do want to have sex with um, and mm-hmm. it's all these friends, I know that they're open and like are very much like, let's just pretend like it didn't happen when we're around people. Like, and that's kind of fucked up. Like, I yeah. can't I can't do that whole thing of like pretending like it didn't happen. Of course it oh, fucking happened. I mean, like, well, yeah. yeah. And I think when, when I say like pretend like it didn't happen, it's like when we hang out in our friend group, like we're not going to be like, oh, we had sex and like tell everybody or we're going to be all over each other. Like. Yeah. It's more of well, communicate, cool, what happened, recognized yeah. it. Do we want this to happen again? Maybe not. Do we care? Do we want to just like let it happen if it happens more naturally? Mm-hmm. Um, what, but yeah. What, what I'll say from my personal experience and like I guess a little bit of advice that I could give you is just be careful with like your thinking. Like if you're going to think too much about it, you're going to end up building it up. And Ugh. if it doesn't – Setting up out, unrealistic expectations. Worse. Yeah. So, I have no expectations. Up those expectations, and it sounds like you really should talk to him about this. And I don't know how to talk to him. I know because how do I mention it? Like, hey, when's when's the right time? Hey, bleep bleep out the the name. Bleep out. Can we switch the name? I can't think of a name. Yeah, Um, I'll bleep it. Don't worry. Okay, cool. So, Um, okay, hey, I have actually always had a crush on you. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always had a crush on and like originally when I entered this like boy group, I was very much hunting him and and. So I have a question. Yes. Is the reason you're not having the conversation because of- no, because you think it's going to damage the current relationship you have with? No, actually not at all. Because I feel like he, him, and I get each other so well, um, and we're so great with conversation i know i can sit down and be like okay and i can have this conversation with you the the only issue is the fact that i hooked up with someone else in that friend group aka and because i hooked up with here's here's my second question yeah why do you care about opinion for the answer from somebody else you're right because these are like closest friends yeah but like who cares exactly i just don't want it to get back to him like here's 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 the deal did did have feelings towards you do you know this yeah no this has been a whole thing like definitely has had feelings for me and it's like it's and this is where i set boundaries on him and i go i've been i've told you like and we've and i have hooked up multiple times i i I love him to death you know and he i think he also kind of opened up a world for me to be comfortable with sex so i appreciate Mm -hmm. him um and i think that's what gets me to have sex with him more because i'm more of like yes i can just get naked right now and like not feel pressured and like totally feel relaxed which is really nice um, but he takes it too far and like ex- has expectations. And that's where I go, don't have expectations of like, have expectations of we go to a party and now all of a sudden he wants me to like be all over him and like kind of display this. And I'm like, I'm not going to display. So it sounds like he really is looking for a relationship. Oh, totally. Even though he can't admit that. You're but. not looking for a relationship with him. No. But what you have to kind of do in this and mm-hmm. you got to do it on your own time is do a little bit of soul searching of like why you care so much about his opinion of your feelings for somebody else. You're right. And that's like, I think it's cause he gives me the whole guilt of like, these are my friends. I think I, I more think of him and I'm like, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I'm like, when, how would you ever know? Feelings are going to get hurt regardless. We Agreed. talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Life, unfortunately is going to be full of getting let down. It's going to be yeah, full. Of everybody tells me this. It's, it's just what it is. But even what I said earlier, we are the main character in our own story, in our own movie, right? Everybody else are kind mm-hmm. of uh, these side characters to us. So we often forget how to put ourselves first right. and really put the needs of ourselves mm-hmm. before others. And yeah. we do – we're very similar people and 
in the fact that we want to be respectful of other people's feelings, but then in the process, we hurt ourselves even more. Yeah. And what it sounds like right now is that's what you're doing. You are putting somebody's feelings before your own, which which it is great to be mindful of that, but it's at a point where it's holding you back. Yeah. And you're not going to get what you want by continuing to do this. Eventually, it, you will have to pull the trigger. I know. Yeah. And I, and I you're, really you're, want you're to. You're going to talk about it. And I feel like, I, I definitely feel like puts in the message, but then he'll say shit that's weird. And he's like, you're like my little sister. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely in the friend zone. But it's like, you're sending me memes every single day. We're talking every single day. Like, you constantly are hyping me up and you're like, oh, you're so great. Like, you're so wise. He's older. He's mm-hmm. he's 31. And so he's like, oh, you're so blah, blah, blah. And he like, he he hypes me up more than anybody. And he, like, will introduce people. And he'll be like, Kristen is so great, blah, 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 blah. I love her so much. And, like, hugs me on this stuff. And and I'm like, this is very much a friend vibe. But then there's, like, that connection. I don't know. So here's how he's acting, like, with you that I'm kind of picking up on. He's kind of acting with you how you were kind of presenting. Remember how you kind of felt towards Oh, okay. No, I liked. No, I liked Ben a lot. I think. I think what it is right now. I think a lot of this. Here's the T. You're afraid to get the answer because you think you know what the answer is going to be, and so you're avoiding getting that answer. But at the end of the day, having the answer will give you the. Oh, I feel like definitely attracted to me, and I think he would be totally down, and he knows how I am. But I, it's just, it's really just that like kind of gets in the way for me. And it's just more of like, I get scared for either him to find out or I'm like, I'm hiding something and I shouldn't. And like, it's weird. And it gets like super, it gets like complicated in that sense. And it's like, you guys are right. I should just pull the trigger. I just don't know And you'll do it. You'll do it on your own time. Like it can also go either way. It could, I could get the answer of like, no, you're definitely just my friend. And then I'm just going to kind of go through that embarrassment. But I think it's, uh, this is going to be a lot of bleeping of names, guys. A lot of bleeping. (laughs) I think, I think it is smart to talk about it with first. Yeah. And and figure out how to approach it. He doesn't have Wi-Fi. He's going to watch soccer. So he's coming over my place. At the end of the day, what really matters more is what is going to happen with the person that you have feelings for, not the person that you don't have feelings for. Yeah. And you're kind of like swapping it right now. I know. You're so right. You're so right. I don't know. I'm going to. And, and even Teddy says this. We don't have to block Teddy's name. But like even Teddy says this and like other and, and other people that like know me and know the kind of like friend group and situation because everybody eventually meets this group of guys and they're like, oh, OK, this makes oh, sense. Oh, I got it when I met them. So it makes so much sense. Um, And fucking like. Yeah, even Teddy's like, just do what you want. Like, make a move on B. Like, if you guys are really close friends, he's not going to care. And I'm like, yeah. you're super right. Like, if I had a friend that made a move on me, like, I nicely tell them, like, no. And then, like, it's chilling. We're cool. Exactly. So uh, I'll let you guys know how tomorrow goes when him and I are watching Stay soccer. tuned on the next sex episode. We'll probably have Kristen on and she'll give us <laughs> more go. of the story. My best sex ever was <laughs> not with Marvin. I'm also putting an expectation that is incredible sex, but, like, he's also so yummy. Well, we are at time, so we gotta shut this episode down. Shut it down. Kristen. Nice full episode. I know. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. We always love having you. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to have. Yes. We love you so much. I love you guys. Well, guys, once again, my name's Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week, and we'll see you back next week when we're not hungover for episode 3.6! Woo!